0: Welcome to Business Babble, where we talk about the things in business that really matter. This is an adventure. It's one of our greatest adventures. One of the biggest self-development programs is running your own business, but we shouldn't do it alone. So here in Business Babble, we'll talk about, we'll discuss, and we'll figure out together the things that make your business effortless and fun, because that's what we wanted in the first place. More freedom, prosperity, and peace. Welcome to Business Babble. So this is uh, Brian Tarr from Scattered to Scale, and we've got an amazing gentleman here today, Terrell. Now this is also going to be in the social media profiles, also going to be on the podcast Business Babble. and I'm glad to bring you more information because some of my passion is for those business owners who love what they do and they love serving people. but then reality hits, and there's a lot of work involved and they don't have the right answers and they feel lost when actually Figuring business out means we're supposed to be connected. And so as part of being connected, one of my passion is creating new connections. Hence this gentleman. Because he and I have a similar passion for what can I do and how can I serve that can set other people free to be able to live the life that they want. And when I first connected with with, with Terrell, one of the things that really clicked with him was a passion for finances. And I know for me and a lot of other people, when we hear the word finances, we want to go running or we don't want to tell you what our checkbook looks like. But then I heard him and some of the podcasts that he that he has and the other information he puts out there about how understanding finances is equivalent to peace and freedom in your life. And that I think is hardly spoken about. Um, maybe in our families, and we'll talk more about this but maybe in our families, we didn't talk about finances, or maybe there's some shame around it. And we need brave souls that are there to help us get the information that we need. So let me tell you uh, again a little bit by myself, Brian Tarp, Scatter to Scale, helping the business owners to be able to go from being scattered in their business, not knowing what's next or not knowing who to trust, to through our programs, be able to grow their businesses with people they trust and love bringing back peace and prosperity and a aspect of this is finances. and so. Joel, so I want you to introduce yourself and who you are, and what you do, and why, where the passion came from, to be able to have the courage enough to talk about finances.
1: Absolutely, and first, Brian, thank you so much for having me on. It's definitely a pleasure to join your show and to be able to speak with your audience. I mean, I, I absolutely love the you know the the, the scatter to scale. I mean, because I think that's just such a Unfortunately, real reality for a lot of business owners.
0: They get there and they're like, this is fun, and I got clients, and then oh no, I you know, what do I do next? Or who do I trust? Or the guy didn't show up or the thing fell apart or something went wrong. Or one of the things is like they feel like everything is on their shoulders. And if they don't show up, it's gonna fail. But then people like you and me show up going, Hey, there's people you can trust. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: And, you know, my background is, you know, I started off in in accounting, kind of went the the public accounting route where I was an auditor. So, you know, the person that people didn't like seeing coming. um... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) And so, you know, it was always very funny during that, because I did that right out of college. And I guess I always just looked really young. So like whenever I would show up at a company, I'd be in the elevator. People would ask me, oh, are you here to see one of your parents? Like, no, I'm the auditor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) So it was, you know, that's where I started and just moved through working with like some of the world's biggest companies like General Electric and other Fortune 100 companies and, and finance between the U.S. and. then I lived in Brazil for a year working down Mm -hmm. there and um, came back to the US, worked for another uh, tech company. And then, you know, eventually I decided I wanted to, you know, leave, take all that I learned from those experiences and use it to help, you know, small business owners. And that became my focus in my own firm is, you know, providing that finance and accounting consulting for small business owners.
0: Okay. Was that easy to get started? Or was there some hurdles getting
1: Um, you know, it's one of those things where it's it's, it's easy to get started, but to actually navigate the journey of being successful at it. Because you would think, all right, co- coming from a background where I used to work at GE, so you yeah. know I can kind of wear that badge into it. But the reality of it is, is that most small businesses don't really understand the value that you can bring to their business. Or you know, it's just one of those topics that people are a little ashamed to talk about because they feel like I got to fix it or get it ready before I show you. And that was one of those hurdles that I had to walk through is really understanding that, you know, this is very emotional for people to open up and to ask for help in this area.
0: That's and I want to I want to anchor on that so that if people are listening, taking notes, grab the pencil, because here you had mad skills and you had the capability and you had the proof, you know, your game, you know how to help people, you know what's going on and you started it up. but then. The reality of that human connection of how to help people understand the value that you can provide, how you can have the learning of being able to serve people and the challenge that, I mean, I think you, you nailed it when we said that in our minds, we got it going on in our minds. Why wouldn't you want to work with me? I'm so amazing. And then when we begin to communicate it, we realize that there's a human empathy part that we don't understand and feeling their pain and listening to their pain and active listening and some of those other things that come into play that they don't tell us about. And it is that bridge between I've got these skills and them allowing you to help you. And it sounds like that's what you hit and you realized, wait, there's something else I need to learn here. How did you cross that bridge in getting from I've got these skills to finding a way to easily communicate to people in such a way that they wanted to work with you.
1: Yeah, one of the big things that I started to realize is that you know it, it, it's not so much just about my skill set anymore. I mean, when when I was working in in the corporate, it was you know you got hired for your skill set, not necessarily because somebody else was taking care of the human part of it or just the the relationship part. But in my own business, I had to develop that, and one of the things that I had to do is give people a way to, you know, meet the full picture of who I am. And so creating content on social media became a great way of doing that, of creating videos where I talked about different business topics. And I talked about the things that I was helping companies navigate. And I even talked about my own journey and navigating my own business. And I think as people started to see the human side of me, it made it a lot easier for them to say, you know what, maybe I can be human with Terrell. Like maybe I don't have to be this, you know, supposed rock star business owner before I bring him in. Maybe he really does understand where I'm at today. And I think as I started doing that, more people started being able to see themselves in my story, which a lot opened that door for us to start developing
0: that relationship. I'm going to ask you about your story in a second, because where you came from, but I think I'm also going to um, acknowledge you for your journey. I think that a lot of people, they are just beginning to learn how to be authentic and how to tell their own story and how to let people see what there is. I can imagine, like Renee Brown said, there's a lot of shame and a lot of fear that shows up when people begin to do. Did you Did you find it easy to get on camera or to create the content and begin to tell your story? Or was it a little challenging at first?
1: Oh, it was a very big challenge for me. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> how'd you how'd you how'd you overcome that? What's funny is like I started off just writing blogs, and then my wife was like, "Oh, you should you know we should do video because hey that that you know," I was like, "Nah, I'm good. We we can just write the blogs. Um, because I can always proofread. I can edit. Oh, I don't want to put that in there, but I'm just like kind of safe." <laughs> Yes, <laughs> there's less control when you go to audio, and then even less control when you go to video. To where I'm just like, I'm not ready for that. And you know, we went back and forth for it for weeks, and I was like, All right, so what I started at the time when I started creating content, I was still working in, in the corporate world, and so. I decided all right you know what i'm gonna go in the basement literally went into my basement with my cell phone and i practiced for like two weeks straight i would come home (laughs) and practice for two to three hours and and it was awful it was horrible it was so awkward and you know they were so bad that i only let my wife see one of the videos i did in practice and I saw the look on her face and was like, ooh, is that bad? So I was like, you know what? You don't get to see any more of my practice videos.
0: <laughs> it's super cool that you pointed out that we need other people to help us be able to move forward in things. Because what you said is you didn't do it on your own. She yeah. was there. Not only she loves you and she's, you know, probably has unconditional love for you, but she helped you move through that absolutely that's that's huge and now and now it just keeps rolling and you keep practicing and and i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna guess that on the blog blogs and when you're doing videos you still get nervous is that true oh yeah yeah thank you definitely thank you
1: thank you (laughs) you thank you that was one of those things that i learned and i think that that's probably a underlying you know lesson that i carry through every aspect of business is you know, because some people, whenever I'm doing like speaking engagements, or I'm speaking to a group of business owners, or even when I'm at colleges, they say, you know, well, what advice do you have for someone who's, you know, scared and nervous? And I'm like, you know, what? one of the things that I realized is nobody ever said you couldn't do it scared. I mean, you can be scared and still Mm -hmm. take action because mm-hmm. um, i was like you don't have to wait for the fear to go away to take action but i was like but if you start taking action the fear will get smaller it may still be there but
0: it'll get smaller every time you take action <laughs> i think that's that's epic if you just take action the fear will get smaller that now does that courageousness bring help you support people when their finances because i can imagine that there's fear around their finances and if they just took action the fear will get smaller because what comes to mind is somebody told me once that nobody cares more about your money and your finances and your well-being than you do not the government not the city not the people not your friends nobody cares more than you do and i can imagine that nobody is more scared about what to do than they are so in in knowing and taking action no matter that, that how afraid you are how do you begin to take people from their fear about money and finances and begin to take in some action.
1: Yeah. One of the things I I tell people a lot about, even my my own story, because I I don't come from a background where, hey, we've always had money. (laughs) I mean, I don't come from a background. I mean, to be honest, like my father was retired army. My father was a medic in the army. So I mean, his job was to patch up people who were, you know, injured in war zones and stuff. So and my mom was a stay at home mom. So it wasn't like we were just like rolling in money. Um, And to be honest with you, we really didn't have a ton of conversations about money either. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I explain to people is, you know, it's those little incremental things that, that seem very, very insignificant in the moment. But when you start making those small steps, it starts to change things over a longer period of time. And the same thing when it comes down to your business that the thing that's prob that I find is probably tripping people up when it comes down to money are probably a series of consistent small decisions. Okay, and- so,
0: so and holding on to that grasp of truth right there, that maybe your family didn't talk about money, maybe you didn't have the education about money, maybe you're afraid that you don't know about money. No matter what happened that you help them to begin to take small steps no matter what happened. How, f- I, can, I can only imagine how freeing that is, that doesn't matter what happened before today, that today, once they start talking with you, they're gonna take small steps forward.
1: Absolutely, wow. I mean, and, and that just really, it helps people know that like, you know, I have a chance to make this better. <laughs> and when people mm. see that possibility, I mean, it gives them so much hope. I mean, there's so much more relief because I've met people that have been in under mountains of debt. I mean, people are like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm literally hiding from my phone because of this. Or, hey, you know, I really don't know what's going on in my business. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm scared to even look at the numbers. Is what some people have told me. And- oh,
0: right, right there, <laughs> right there. I think you just set some chills in people. How many people? Will, are willing to admit that they're bringing in the money and they're getting paid, but they're not looking at their numbers and they're not looking at what's going on and they're not doing it on a regular basis. That's probably one of the first fears you've helped people get over.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that's been a, a huge fear. And, and even, you know, people start to see the light bulb come opportunity to start fixing things on their own. And and I think when people start, you know, when they start seeing the opportunity on their own, it's just like they start getting even more confident. They're like, you know, by just looking at the numbers, you will be able to find a ton of opportunities and you can start, like I said, making those small steps forward. That's,
0: wow, hold on, hold on, hold on. So in the mess, in the lack of knowledge, in the ton of debt, Student loans, taxes, there's an opportunity. That's a reframe right there. That is such an amazing, you help people to see that no, the bigger the challenge, the bigger the opportunity. I've heard that said once. The bigger the challenge, the bigger the opportunity. That's got to set some, a lot of people at ease and at comfort. So at, at, no matter where they're at, the bigger they think that their challenge is, the bigger the opportunity is to set themselves free.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and and I tell people all the time, I mean, like, you know, if your choices got you into this situation, your choices can get you out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna drop that on a hashtag right there. That's amazing. That's amazing. And there's so much I can imagine that that's that somebody can imagine that, okay, I've got some income coming in, but then I've got expenses but wait, I have debt over here, but then I'm supposed to save some kind of money, but then there's this investment thing. And then somebody says, well, there's insurance because I need something to protect me and they can get lost in this and go numb. How do you take somebody, where do you, where do you, where do you suggest that they begin with you? Or let me ask it another way. What's a question that we can ask them to ask themselves today that would help them to think about things in a different way so that they can reach out to you with the next question.
1: Yeah, I think the first thing is, just really asking, you know, taking a step back from, yes, you got all that going on. The question is, you know, what is most important to you? Mm-hmm. And let's kind of start from there because what we're going to probably define is, you know, what
0: do you really need? Like, what is the real basic need? And then- You mean like, like today, a need in their future or their basic need right now in their life?
1: I would say, what's their basic need right now? Um, Because with those two things, what's your basic need right now? And what's your goal, then we can start to really, you know, draw out a plan and start to sort that out. Because like you said, a lot of people they are like, I got some income, I got some bills, I got some debt, that's supposed to be investing, supposed to be saving, then I got insurance, it's like all this stuff. And part of that is because like, you're chasing all these things that people said you should be doing. It's like, Mm -hmm. let's figure out what do you need? And where do you want to go? And then that way we can start to align all those other things, prioritize them based off of those two points that are, because, I mean, the truth is you're not going to be motivated to do something because somebody else said you should do it. You're going to be motivated Mm -hmm. to do it because it's
0: related to something you really want because, (laughs) Oh, go ahead. Yeah. 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 So, and they need at this point in time, something that they need in this point of time, I love to make sure to, to give people away some free things. And I just thought about this. What would be an opportunity that they have now if, as they listen to this, if they reach out to me or they reach out to you to take that question of what do they need right now in their lives to bring more peace and prosperity and then connect with you to share that question?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say, so is your question like, how can they get in touch with me or... Or what's
0: what's the, what's something that you can offer people here who are listening to begin to have that first conversation with you?
1: Yeah. I mean, one of the things, the biggest thing I would tell people is, is that, you know, in defining that what you need, I mean, it really does come down to, you know, there's no right or wrong answer. Uh, Whatever it is, it's your answer. And that's where your plan has to start from what your answer is, because, When it comes down to defining what you need, I think a lot of times people struggle with that because they're like, well, this person said I need this. This person said, no, 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 no. What do you feel like you need? And then that's where the conversation starts. Because if we don't start there, then you won't be motivated to do the necessary actions that come
0: afterwards. So we have to start with what you need first and what you decide on first. And I'm going to communicate that to everybody listening to this now or even on the replay, that the invitation to you today, right now in your life, is you know that you've got some questions going up. You know that there's some pain points that were hit. So there's an opportunity for you to make a change from that. Think about what you feel, as Charles said, what you feel you need. You don't need the right answer. You don't have to figure it out. What do you feel that you need right now? to master the money for things to get better and then reach out and we'll connect you with Terrell to continue that conversation. He's not expecting you to have the right answer. He's not expecting you to, to, to figure it out. He seriously wants to know what you feel that you need right now and connect with him. Somebody that you can trust somebody that's going to help you out just right where you're at. That's the invitation to you as you're listening, as you're seeing this, as you're on the replay. And we'll make sure to connect you with him. And again, share with him what you feel that you need to do right now. And then he will ha- begin to have that conversation with you. Was that okay?
1: That is perfect.
0: Okay. Okay. I love that. I love that. I love that. So that's the invitation. We'll remind people again. <clears throat> I love how we've we're getting into this. Um, when people share that with you, um, where do you, where do you have them, um, Let's, well, let, me, let me ask you this. What, um, what do you find is one of the most common questions that people begin to have as they're working with you and where do you start to work with them?
1: Yeah, I think one of the, the, the questions that I think a lot of people have is how long is this going to take?
0: right years weeks months
1: (laughs) yes a lot of people do ask that like how long is this going to take like you know okay we've identified where i am we identify where i want to go like how long is this going to take and and for that i always tell people you know the first thing you want to do is you know express patience and grace with yourself because this is going to be a journey And I tell people that you have to be prepared. I mean, because you didn't get into the current situation you're in overnight or in an instant. You know, there were incremental steps that got you there. And I would tell people, you know, if you want an overnight change, it probably won't last very long. So mm-hmm. it's probably better if we build something that you can gradually and consistently do over time, because if that is the approach, then you will actually experience more peace. And I always tell people, you don't have to wait until we get to the destination for you to be at peace about this, Ooh. because... <laughs> As you start to really have the light bulb moments come on, what you'll notice is that the peace will come in the journey, not at the destination.
0: That's epic. That is so epic right there. When you start to begin to talk about where they feel that they, what they feel they need to change right now, they feel what they feel about that. Then as you begin the conversation with them, one of the first goals is what's going to help bring them peace? What's going to help them bring peace? And that would then encourage the next step. I haven't I haven't really heard that before. And I love that. That part of the experience with you is they're going to begin to experience little pieces of peace in their life, which would then encourage them that they got this and they can move forward. That just speaks right against the shame and the fear that are going on. I'd, they definitely need more of that. So they begin to, begin to form a plan with you and to begin to great that. Now, um, one of the to get to know you more personally, which is, I'm super curious about, what are the things in your own life that because you you deal with finances, you deal with numbers and you deal with people and you deal with their challenges and some of their heartaches, what are some things that you do in your life to refill your joy and your happiness? Besides, I'm sure Get, looking at that beautiful wife of yours and watch and seeing how much she loves you, that's got to be a point of encouragement. But what are some things you actively do to bring joy and fun into your life to give you more of that spirit to help other people?
1: Yeah, one of the things I do is I, I like to occasionally uh, sit down and really almost write a thank you letter to pick someone in my past that has helped me. And to really just write a thank you letter to them. Now, I may not send it. I may not mail it. It may just sit in my notebook or it may just sit on my computer. But it just reminds me of like, wow, what someone invested in me at some point in my journey. And it really gets me in this attitude of just being grateful for what has been done for me. And Mm -hmm. I like to sit and reflect on those things at times because, you know, you can get quite busy, you know, doing all the day-to-day, chasing the different things that you're chasing, but taking time to really think, you know, because people would tell me all the time, oh, you got to practice gratitude and no one would ever give me a practical way to do it.
0: And (laughs) strange, strange. You need to be more grateful. Okay. And. What? How do I do that? Do I sit under a tree and and you know look up and think, how do I do that? But I love that practice of because I can think, okay, Brian, think about in your life an individual that came across your life at one point and what they did to help you out, and then write them a thank you letter. So I can think like um, randomly, I was hiking in in the Sequoias up in King's Canyon. And it's cold out and we went to get some coffee. And on the way back, there was a ranger. So the ranger says, hey, where are you guys going? We're headed here. Where do you suggest we go? But the gentleman said, well, let me ask you guys, have you ever heard the strangest secret in the world? And I'm thinking, is this a hiking place? (laughs) I I don't know. He goes, apparently not. And he began to tell us about um, Earl Nightingale's strangest secret in the world, about a story about the wishing tree and about some wisdom advice out of nowhere. And all of a sudden I got the answer for what I needed right now in my life. So I can imagine that I can thank him, get send him a thank you letter going, thank you for just taking the time and having the courage to have a different conversation with me and listening. And you knew the answers I was kind of looking for in life. And you were there at a moment that I needed some answers. Thank you for that. I can imagine the feeling that I have already of the gratitude for that and I think that's something that I'm going to include in my gratitude practice. I love that. I love that. I, and you just do that absolutely. occasionally. Um, yeah, are there, absolutely. Are, are there other practices that you have? Do you meditate? Do you have breathing practices? Do you, do you, uh, well, do you make sure that you and your wife go out on a fun date every now and then?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I will say, you know, one of the things that I've learned is on the the breathing that you mentioned because mm. you know people don't realize like how how, how impactful that is just to sit and just to breathe properly. (laughs) And I think when you start to do it, I mean, you know, it's something that a friend told me about once and, you know, I was like, you know, I'm just going to sit, you know, not, you know, not trying to multitask or do something, but just sit and just breathe. Cause even sometimes when I'm, you know, I'm working and I find myself getting too worked up to where I'll just stop. Like, Hey, just stop and take a couple of breaths and like really feel yourself relaxing as you exhale. And I think that is something that is very simple. You can do it almost any and everywhere. And it really starts to change things for you. And and one of the things that, you know, my wife and I do at at times like, you know, is, you know, at times like if I see her getting very worked up about something that we're working on or I'm getting worked up where it's just like, hey, hey, let me have your attention for like, you know, Mm -hmm. for like. 15 seconds. Hey, mm-hmm. you know what? What's you know, let, let's visualize something that you're thankful for. And hey, what, what is it? Describe it to me. And when you start, you know, changing your mind from what's frustrating you to changing your mind to something that you're thankful for, just starting to visualize it. Oh man, it it, it does wonders for you and really shifting the direction that your mind is going by just being able
0: to visualize something that you're grateful and thankful for. That's, that's, and thank you so much for bringing that up. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I want to remind people again that you have the opportunity to allow, you have the opportunity to allow Terrell to be able to help you take baby steps you didn't before. And his formula is super, super simple. The first thing that you want to do is and when you begin to think money and finances, breathe, take a breath, like you just said. Then the next thing after you finish breathing is be thankful. Think of something or somebody in your past that really helped you out and express the thankfulness to them. Maybe write them a letter that you don't have to send. And then the next thing is ask yourself, what do you feel right now is the most important thing to you for, to do to improve your finances? And then reach out and talk to Terrell because he's going to ask you to breathe. He's going to ask you what you're <laughs> thankful for, and he's going to ask you, what do you feel is the most important action you need to take? Not the right one, just the most important one, and then you begin on those baby steps. Absolutely. That is, that's an awesome, awesome plan, because I, I might be sending you my thankful wish to asking you some <laughs> questions, because it's a challenge for every business owner. So no matter where you are, where you are, um, where you're at, um, I I know the numbers, but I'm not sure. I don't want to look at my numbers. I've got debt. I've got challenges. Um, talking about money is something you don't do because it's shameful. Um, I'm scared. Um, the last person I talked about finances let me down. No matter where they're at, breathe. What in your life can you be thankful for, or who or what, and write about that. And then, what do you feel right now is the most important action for you to take about your money finances, and contact. Terrell. Bottom line, invitation, it's an opportunity. And no matter how bad you're feeling, Terrell reminded you, no matter what you're feeling, there's an opportunity and that you just don't see. I want to ask you some other questions that I love closing out our segments for. Terrell, what is your favorite word?
1: Mm, My favorite word? Um, I would say my favorite word, it, 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 you know, maybe it's a little sappy, but it has to be my wife's name, Lola. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i love that <laughs> lola's going check husband point <laughs> love it lola lola why why is it your favorite word if you don't mind me asking that is your wife's but
1: yeah i think it just reminds like whenever i i, I speak or her name i think about like it brings to mind the memories that we've had from just the traveling that we've done i think you know I know that I'm a much better person because like I said, the conversations, experiences, areas where she's mm. pulled me out of my box and I've helped pull her out of her box to where it's just like the mention of the name brings all those memories. And I think it's part of it, it's just that practicing that, hey, thinking, you know, she's a person I've written a couple letters to. And I think back to someone who's helped me. So it's like her name has become synonymous with those memories that I've reflected on.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. What is your least favorite word?
1: My least favorite word is probably can't. Oh, yeah. I or 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 I guess the full word of cannot. Um, When any, whenever I'm talking to someone and they, 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 they say the word, even like between my wife and I, whenever we say, Hey, I can't do this. And it's just like, no, 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 no. Like it just, it, it really derails us to where we're like, Hey, hold on. Let's go back and address that. Um, because I don't think that's
0: true. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. That word just kills the possibility in life. What turns you on?
1: Um, I would say when I see someone, someone hungry for moving forward, even myself, it's just like they they know they're grateful. They may be thankful for where they are, and some may not be thankful for where they are, but they know that hey, there's something else for me. Like there's more I can do. And it's like when when I see that, like you know that that little fire, whether it's a big fire or a small fire, like brewing in someone, like you know Wow, this person knows that there's more. Like that that just gets me going.
0: Epic, epic, epic. What, what turns you off?
1: Um, I would say the opposite. When I see people that are just settled in what, what's going on to where they're just like, you know what? I'm just going to ride this out until the end to where it's just like, you know what? It's almost like you're you're missing out on the opportunity of life. Like every day is a great chance for you to just stretch a little bit more or to you know to see the possibilities. And when you close yourself off to it, it's like you not only rob yourself, but you rob everyone else that you could have impacted.
0: Yeah, that's just that's such sad. And that's I'm sure that when you see that, you do what you can to give them a hand up and moving that. Um What's your um let's see questions that I had. Oh, I love this question to ask this question. What profession would you like to attempt?
1: <laughs> you know, I laugh about this with my my wife. Um if I think about a profession that I would like to attempt, I would say an astronaut. <laughs> wow
0: wow
1: now the funny thing is i have no idea
0: how you become an astronaut (laughs) but i can imagine that journey would be cool wow definitely that's a good ambition what would you what would you not like to do
1: Mm, what would i not like to do um I would say I I don't think I would ever want to be like a um a, like a, a surgeon. I I don't think I would ever want to do that. I I think the you know the the the, the pressure uh, of the in the detail of that type of job
0: for surgeons, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think I would ever want to pursue that. You got somebody's life in your hands. That'd be a little little too much. A fun question I would like to ask. What's your favorite curse word?
1: Mm-hmm. My
0: favorite curse word?
1: Um, let's see. uh I'd probably say hell. <laughs> <laughs> and usually when I hear it, is the word like where people are like, hey, you want to do this? Hell yeah! <laughs> <We're just like laughs>
0: Use it in a positive way, as opposed to oh hell, oh hell. <laughs> if heaven exists, what would you say? What would you like God to say when He greets you at the gate?
1: I would like him to say, it's like, you use everything that I put in you. (laughs) Like you didn't leave anything in the tank. You used it all.
0: Man, that'd be epic. That would be epic. Fully lived your life to the limit. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much for for this time today. Again, everyone listening, there's an invitation for you to take a baby step towards better money management, better finances, towards that area that you're scared of. And the specific invitation, if you've heard it today, was number one, take a breath. Number two, think about somebody that you're grateful for and thank them in their lives. And then think about where do you feel that you need to take action right now? And then contact Terrell and begin that question, that conversation. Um, Please give us the way that people can contact you and that you would prefer for them to get reach out to you. And we'll make sure to put that also in in the descriptions and social media.
1: Yeah, definitely. People can't, I mean, if you want to contact me on social media, um, definitely on LinkedIn is probably where I'm the most active. And it's Terrell A. Turner, comma, CPA. Um, definitely feel free to shoot me a message. Um, and then also, I would say, you know, you can reach out, uh, connect us on, on our website, the thebusinesstalklibrary.com. And there's a contact us and um, where you can set up time to connect with us. Uh, on our calendar. So yeah, definitely LinkedIn and visit our website to, to click connect with us. And the website
0: name again? It is thebusinesstalklibrary.com. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Any any parting words of wisdom that you would like to, to give to the people?
1: Yeah, I would definitely say, I mean, when it comes down to money, it's, it's understanding that it is an emotional journey and and there's no shame in being being emotional about money and just realizing that you know no matter where you are no matter what decisions that you've made in your past you know it, it really is the past and you can start making better or different decisions today that will lead you to a different future because when you think about anyone that seems to have their act together financially if you really look <laughs> At some point in their past, it wasn't
0: together. <laughs> Just got to take those baby steps. Fantastic. Terrell, thank you so much for your time today, being a part, being a guest in here, being on Scatter to Scale, to be able to help more people, to be able to find peace and prosperity in their businesses. Sharing this on Business Babble, where we talk about the business challenges that we all face because we're not in this alone. So perfect. Again, people reach out to Terrell. Hit me up if you have any questions and we'll remind you about that invitation that he's made today to take the baby steps to be able to master your finances and to find peace and prosperity. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Terrell. It's been a wonderful pleasure to speak with you today.
1: Absolutely, pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Cool, you're welcome, you're welcome. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Business Babble because I'm Brian Tarr from Scatter to Scale where we work hard to help you bring your business back to that easy, effortless thing that you wanted to create in the first place bringing you peace and prosperity through organization systems communication organization and most of all fun stay tuned for the next episode and we'd love to hear what you loved most about the last episode find us on facebook or instagram and thank you for spending some time with business babble